0: Alright, I want to welcome you to the first episode, and I just made a bunch of noise. Coming to you live from the Ivory Tower Podcasting Studio is the newest podcast from your host, James, Fend for Yourself Friday. Today's topic is going to be Pumpkin Spice Season. It's the PSL pod today. On Finn for Yourself Friday. Okay, welcome. So, this is the first episode of Finn for Yourself Friday. Finn for Yourself Friday started about five years ago when I did not want to make supper. Um, those of us who are from North Dakota refer to the evening meal frequently as supper. Um, I live out east now, and people here call it dinner, which is gross. Um, but I guess not important. Then again, basically nothing on this podcast is important. It's basically a podcast that fills the void left by other podcasts that cover topics I, that cover some topics I want to hear about, but not the topics I truly care about that I hope you do too. Some of them are pretty specific. We'll get into some topics here in a few minutes. Um, But fend for yourself Friday is basically a way to celebrate the end of the work week, to not have to cook, to figure out your own food for yourself. Um, if you want pizza rolls, put them in the oven. If you want pizza rolls in the microwave, uh, put them in the microwave. Order the food that you want to order um, with your parents' permission. Have it delivered because who wants to drive somewhere on a Friday? Basically, just enjoy the Friday you want, starting with the meal that you want. Each week we're going to cover a topic that is a burning question inside of me. And again, hopefully you. Some of the topics we're going to cover, um, just to run down a quick list that I have, We're definitely going to talk about why the Nintendo 64 was the best. Um, Definitely going to have special guests. Um, I've already got quite a few guests in mind. They don't know who they are yet. Um, But if I say Nintendo 64, um, there's two people whose basement spent a lot of time in. Um, They should probably know they're going to get a tap for that. Going to talk about Costco. How much I love going to big box stores. How I really try to keep it under $100. Um, Today I went to Costco. Ended up spending like $90 when I went in there just to get some chicken. Uh, Things got a little sideways. I'm going to talk about Chardonnays. Why Chardonnay is the best wine. The only true wine as far as I'm concerned. I consider myself a sommelier of Chardonnay's. Normally, I like to keep my wines under $20, uh, mostly because I'm not a sommelier, and paying extra doesn't do anything for me. I'm going to try the most ambitious, probably biggest, most difficult podcast endeavor I'm going to go after, um, is the Taylor Swift Song Draft, where I tap between three and five of the biggest Taylor Swift fans I know, And do a sort of mock fantasy football draft only with Taylor Swift songs. Um, If you pick red before I do, you'll be asked to leave. I'm going to talk about hobbies. Um, Who has hobbies? I don't have a hobby. And I guess unless this is a hobby. um, We can just just talk about that later, I guess. Um, What if I have a hobby and I buy a bunch of gear for that hobby and then don't like the hobby? There's a set of cross-country skis that live somewhere um, at my parents' house, I think, that are the victim of that. I'm going to talk about Pelotons. Why I can't have a Peloton. Am I missing out not having a Peloton? Is a Peloton going to make me exercise? I have a bike that I don't really ride, um, but that bike moves Is a stationary bike more what I need? Do I want upbeat music and people telling me to ride harder? It's a tough question. We'll answer it at a later day. As we talked about before, um, this podcast is based on my favorite meal of the week, Fend for Yourself Friday. Every week we have our own Instagram account. It's Fen for Yourself Friday Pod at Instagram or on Instagram, ads for Twitter. I think we're actually Fend for Yourself Friday on Twitter as well. Um, but you know, it's more of a visual medium, so Instagram will probably be the better choice. Every Wednesday, I will record this podcast um, and it will drop on Friday mornings. I know it seems a little bit ridiculous that my podcast is about Friday and on a Wednesday. But I'm going to be honest with you folks. Um, Podcasting is very easy. Um, It's really not hard to talk into a tablet um, or phone or computer or basically any connected device, probably. Um, But the editing takes a long time. So we will record on Wednesday, post on Friday, early in the morning. So you can listen to it either on your ride into work or school or your ride home. Um, I realized it's extremely presumptuous of me to think you want to hear my voice uh, to start your weekend. But the fact of the matter is... Yeah, there's no real fact, I guess. Um, it's just it's, it would be weird to drop a podcast called Fend for Yourself Friday on a different day. Um, So I hope this brings you some joy either on your way home, on your way there, or wherever you're going uh, on the weekend. So today's podcast uh, is based on a text my wife sent me yesterday telling me that I should try and rate the new Pumpkin Spice lineup. Um, from Starbucks, and from Dunkin' Donuts. Uh, I thought, yeah, that's a really fun idea. Um, I got to my car yesterday. live out here in Northern Virginia. Um, started my car up. It was 104 degrees inside the car. And I thought, yeah, that's perfect. Um, I'm ready to transition to fall. Fall's my favorite season of the year. Northern Virginia has a beautiful fall that starts in mid-October and basically lasts until February. That's not entirely true, but it's mostly true. So I uh, obliged my wife's request and decided I will start this new podcast Um, with our fall transition. The fall transition is sort of a rite of passage. No, that's not the right expression. It's sort of a celebration in our house where we redo our garage. Um, We might buy some organization systems. My wife might buy new outfits. She might decorate our house with pumpkins or other fall-themed decor. Um, And mostly I will climb a ladder and get the bins out from our organizational hanging shelves out of the garage. Um, that's basically my role in the fall transition. Supporting outfits, carrying heavy decorations, drinking fall beers, probably my favorite part of the fall. I'm currently drinking a pumpkin King beer from Southern Tier Brewery. Kind of to give you an idea of how I how I rate things. Um, basically, I create my own rating system. It's a three times three plus one. Um, it's not trademark yet, but it probably will be. If I ever create merch, which I hope I never have to, um, but if the people want merch, I will provide it. Um, three times three plus one format is basically I create three categories for anything I'm rating. I give it a score 1 to 3, and it can get a bonus point if I like something intangible about the product. Like, I think the packaging is fun, or it's orange, which is pretty much going to give you a bonus point every time. So my 3 times 3 plus 1 equals 10, 10 being the perfect score. So this pumpkin Beer that I'm going to try right now Oh, that's that's really good. Um, I'm going to say it gets three out of three for pumpkin. It's not really... It's more pumpkin and not so much pumpkin forward. Um, I'll talk about one of the products I had today um, that was very pumpkin forward. This one's more like, hey, there's pumpkin here. It's not yelling it in your face. Um, Very good. I will give it three out of three for pumpkin. Value, or in this case, for this week's rating system, uh, fall value. I can't score it super high on value. Um, it's sort of expensive. Though I did buy it at Costco, so it was cheaper. I think a four-pack was like 12 or $13. Um, it's also 8.4% alcohol by volume, which is a very thing I, a thing I focus a lot on. So the value, I'm going to give it like a, like a solid two. Um, a little bit expensive, definitely worth it. Will absolutely buy it again. Drinkability is one that I like to use for beer. Um, when I say drinkability, I mean like how many could you enjoy before you probably shouldn't enjoy anymore. Again, it's a two. Uh, it's got a high ABV content. Over eight, really two is the most that I should definitely consume. Um, So I'll give it a solid two on that. As far as the packaging is concerned, they have a spooky pumpkin on it in a pumpkin patch. There's some orange because it's a pumpkin. So it definitely gets the plus one for fun bottle. Uh, So that gives our three times three plus one score. I gave it three for pumpkin Two for fall value, and two for drinkability. Plus the bonus, it gets a solid eight. Uh, definitely would recommend this beer. That's basically the way I rate everything in my life. Um, get used to the three times three plus one format. If you follow me on it, Twitter, uh, I rate things a lot that way. I think my Twitter account is at tbiggity. Do I know how to spell that? Yes. It's T-B-I-G-G-I-T-T-Y. Are my tweets protected? They are. Um, If you add me, will I add you back? Yes, I probably will. Unless you're a bot, in which case I will not add you. Moving on past the bonus, the beer, the bonus beer review uh, we're going to jump right into our pumpkin spice reviews the first one i'm going to review is the duncan cold Boot cold brew cream i had four coffees today i was extremely caffeinated if anybody has seen me when i've had too much caffeine um, not a great thing part of the reason why i waited until like six o'clock at night to podcast. Uh, I can't be trusted on too much caffeine. But it also gave me time to, again, uh, hang some new shelving in my garage, put up a new bike rack. Not really pleased with it. Uh, The bike rack is fine. The fact that my garage is so narrow, I I don't love that. Um, I wish our lot wasn't so narrow. There's one person out there who's probably listening who's going to get a kick out of the narrow lot part of this. Um, Back to the the Dunkin' cold brew cream. First thing I'm gonna say is I love Dunkin' Donuts. Their hot coffee is uh, my favorite coffee, I think as far as the big coffee chains are concerned. Um, I take my coffee with nothing in it. The only problem I have with coffee is that it's really hot. Um, and anybody who 's spent any time with me knows that i don 't think i don't like things that are extremely hot. Yes, I will put soup in the freezer if it 's too hot. I will put anything in the freezer if it 's too hot. used to get a lot of weird looks with that, but i 'm going to tell you this it 's a lot smarter to put your food that 's too hot in the freezer than put it on your fork and start blowing on it. Um, my way is far superior i 'm just going to say that i 'll never back down from that. Getting into the cold brew cream review. Honestly, it's the last one. Uh, Came in last, as far as my rankings are concerned. That being said, I still scored at 1.5 on pumpkin. 3 out of 3 on fall value. Here's the thing. Today we're, we're reviewing four of them. I'll list them off right now so it's clear. We did one cold, one hot, all with pumpkin. Two from Starbucks, two from Dunkin'. Um, there are approximately seven Starbucks within seven minutes of my house. And I think there's like four Duncans within seven minutes of my house. Um, we went to our favorite branch of each. Now, again, I really like the Dunkin' Donuts coffee. But the Dunkin' Cold Brew Cream, I'm going to tell you this. Stick with their regular coffee. Now, the value on this is great I'm not very good at guessing how big ounces are. I think it was about between 16 and 20 ounces. It definitely wasn't 18 ounces. Will that stop me from calling it an 18-ounce coffee? It will not. So it's an 18-ounce cold brew cream coffee for $3. Now, Dunkin' Donuts wiped the floor with Starbucks as far as value is concerned. We got a Dunkin' Cold Brew Cream. We got a Dunkin'... Dunkin' Pumpkin Spice Latte. Allie, my wife, got an old-fashioned donut. I got the standard chocolate with sprinkles. It was like $9.50. We got two drinks at Starbucks, that's it, and it was over $10. So the price, the fall value on both of the Dunkin' drinks is three out of three. $3 coffee, you can't beat it. Was the pumpkin the appropriate level of pumpkin? Unfortunately, I I didn't love it. The drink was a little bit watery. Um, Probably would not order it again. So it gets a 1.5 out of pumpkin on the pumpkin scale. Um, There was definitely pumpkin there. The mouthfeel, which is a term I learned um, in the sommelier classes I have never taken. But I have done several wine tastings, which makes me somewhat of an expert. Um I've heard people say mouthfeel before, so I'm gonna use that term here in pumpkin town and say the mouthfeel was too thin for me. So 1.5 on pumpkin, three out of three fall value. Really nailed it on the value. Drinkability 1.5 out of three. If I was driving longer than an hour, would I finish it? Yes. Would I have to stop to go to the bathroom? Also, yes, but not important. Would I finish it? Absolutely. I'm definitely not throwing it away. Now, the intangibles of this one, um, a little bit hard to do. I'm going to base it pretty much strictly on the lid and the cup. The Dunkin' Donuts lid is good for the pumpkin, s- Dunkin' Cold Brew Pumpkin Cream, the lid is fine. It's just okay. It It's really pigeonholed here or a step below because Starbucks has perfected the cold brew, nitro cream, whatever you want to call it, lid. Starbucks is perfection. Dunkin's was fine. They also gave us a straw, which I will definitely use um, sometimes but I wanted to give it a fair shake based on the lid, so I focused on not using the straw. No, no bonus points for this one. Math is hard. Uh, I gave it a 1.5 on pumpkin, 1.5 on drinkability, and 3 out of fall value. Giving the cold brew cream pumpkin version a 6 out of 10. Will I have another one of these during the fall season? Frankly, probably not didn't measure up the way I wanted it to. My favorite coffee to buy at a big chain coffee store is Starbucks Nitro with sweet cream. If I was in the market for a cold coffee between now and we'll call it Thanksgiving, I, I would probably go to Starbucks and get the Nitro with sweet cream, to be honest with you. That'll bring us in now to the Starbucks Pumpkin Cold Brew Cream. First complaint about Starbucks. I'm not calling things venti. I don't know what it means. Um, I don't know what tall means. I don't know what grande means. I'm going to call it small, medium, or large. Is that annoying for the Starbucks people? Maybe? Is it less annoying than ordering a drink that has four or five steps to it, definitely. Um, so I'm going to not ever call anything a tall, grande, or vente. It's always small, medium, and large. Duncan gets that for sure. First of all, the cold brew cream, the pumpkin cold brew cream from Starbucks was $5. Second complaint about Starbucks is their drink names are way too long, um... Every time I go there to order coffee, I freeze and stare at my wife until she points to the thing on the menu I'm supposed to order. Even if it's for myself, and I only order one thing at Starbucks, basically ever. Again, the Nitro Sweet Cream, which is perfection. Actually, ordered a Nitro Sweet Cream the other day, um, put it in my Yeti mug. Again, Yetis get a very high ranking. Didn't want people to ask me why I didn't pick up Demo Coffee. Big trick there, pour your coffee into a home coffee mug so nobody asks, why didn't I get a coffee? Did that, ended up being my saving grace because I knocked it off my desk. Reacted totally appropriately, did not overreact. Um, I'm pretty well known for not overreacting to things or exaggerating what happened. And thankfully, it would have been a mess, but my Yeti held all the coffee in the mug. Big win. Big win. All right, back to the cold brew cream from Starbucks, pumpkin version. First of all, pumpkin taste was three out of three. They nailed it. Starbucks has an excellent pumpkin taste. It tastes the way I want it to taste, like pumpkin out of a can, which is basically the only way I knew how to eat pumpkin. Um, Basically the only way I still know how to eat pumpkin, unless my dad makes a soup inside of a pumpkin. Fall value, not as high. It's a $5 coffee, which is fine. Pay whatever you want for coffee. My Nitro Cold Brew with Sweet Cream costs $5. Doesn't stop me. But I still can't give any really Starbucks drink a 3 out of 3 on value. It was good. So I'm going to give it a generous 1.5 for fall value. Extra $2.00. Between these two, I I would definitely pay the $2 extra to get the pumpkin cold brew cream. Uh, It's worth the $2, but it's still not a value. The drinkability. On my card, I wrote two out of three, kind of wavering back and forth between one and a half and two. I'm going to call it two. The problem with buying four coffees is you have to drink four coffees or you feel like you should drink four coffees. This one, I think I eventually dumped out the last little bit. So it was still pretty drinkable. Even after the ice melted, it wasn't nearly as good. Um, That's one thing I'll say about iced coffee too. I want the coffee to be cold already. I don't want it to have ice in it. I don't want melted ice inside my cold brew coffee. So we need to figure that out, scientists. A way to super chill coffee, please figure that out somebody it definitely got the plus one cup bonus 100 percent they absolutely nailed it starbucks's cold brew lid and cup is the best to drink out of it fits my mouth perfectly you don't spill on yourself very much which i am prone to do Just honestly go get a Starbucks Nitro with cold brew or Nitro cold brew with sweet cream today or tomorrow, whenever you want to, really. It's up to you. Just for the lid, just look at the engineering on that lid and say, wow, we need more lids like this and more things like this on planet Earth. Now, I will say the pumpkin, the Starbucks cold one, I'm just going to stop calling them all these long names. You know, they got pumpkin in them. It definitely had the best first taste. Took a drink out of it and I was like, this is, this is awesome. This is going to be number one for sure. The problem was is the consistency really fell apart after 15 minutes. The ice melting made it way thinner. Gave me um, a bad mouthfeel. I prefer my mouthfeel to be thicker. So that gives us th- three out of pumpkin, 1.5 fall value, two for drinkability One for a cup bonus. Let me do some quick math. Oh boy, this is embarrassing. This 0.5 is really throwing me off. So we're going to institute the handy-dandy calculator on my phone because it would be super embarrassing, arguably more embarrassing to miscalculate um, this than to just use my phone. So that's 3 plus... 1.5 plus 2 plus 1 gives me a a 7.5, and I think that's a fair score. Totally drinkable, not as good as the nitro with cold brew. Probably won't get one again. Totally fine. Now we're going to talk about the top two out of four. The 50th percentile. I think that's how percentiles work. Also, I'm using a Apple Pencil instead of using my finger on the iPad I got for my wife. The Apple Pencil is just really fun. As far as recording a podcast, it is totally unnecessary. Um, Numerous times I've had to stop recording and start recording again because I've dropped the pencil. And it's really loud when you drop it on a desk and it rolls a long way so it definitely hasn't helped my podcasting, but it is fun. Not important, but fun, and hopefully that's what this podcast is. Not a really hard time. Extremely thin margins between the Dunkin' Pumpkin Spice Latte and the original yoga pants and a boot Starbucks Pumpkin Spice Latte. I added my scores up this time before I did my announcement, so I don't have the embarrassing factor of me trying to add on not live radio. First of all, I got to give the Dunkin' Pumpkin Spice Latte the number two position. Several reasons for this. Biggest reason is it comes on really strong. This is the David Pumpkins of pumpkin spice lattes. It is pumpkin in your face all the way. It just keeps screaming pumpkin, pumpkin, pumpkin over and over again until it sits for about three hours, which is when I finally finished it, which was still good. The one thing about these, just like a fine wine, they get better as the day goes by or as the time goes by. I don't know, I'm trying to quote that Dust in the Bottle song. Anyway, we can get back to Dust on a Bottle a different day when we absolutely cover 90s country. Definitely taking solicitations for the 90s country podcast. The pumpkin spice latte from Dunkin' and from Starbucks, they both came lukewarm, and they stayed lukewarm for a really long time. I'm saying... I got this thing, took my first drink of it, of both of them, and I was like, this isn't hot. Which is perfect for me because, like I said earlier, I don't like things that are too hot. Burning my tongue is like my least favorite thing on the planet. So I was super happy that they came really not very hot at all. The Dunkin' Hot, well, I guess lukewarm version, is by far the best value. $3, again, a giant coffee, um, rating it two out of three on, on pumpkin taste, just because the pumpkin is a little bit too much. Now, if you're the kind of person who, like, takes canned pumpkin and just eats it with a spoon, um, I've never met that person, but they definitely exist, this is the spice latte for you. It is extreme pumpkin. Pumpkin to the max. Also, in grocery stores in Northern Virginia, they don't sell canned pumpkin like we have back in North Dakota. Like, the canned pumpkin used for pumpkin pie. You can't buy it in the store. Very disappointed in this. Tried to buy canned pumpkin yesterday so my wife can make overnight pumpkin oats, I guess. Which sounds good, especially because we're on a pumpkin kick right now. Uh, but this one, this this pumpkin spice latte from Dunkin' really kicks it into pumpkin overdrive. If that's your thing, please go for it. I, I like a... A lower level pumpkin. I like 60% pumpkin. This is pumpkin turned up to 11. Two out of three. Value, three out of three. $3 coffee, unbelievable value, extremely good. $3 latte. You can't get that anyplace else. Well, at least not at Starbucks. Drinkability, again, three out of three. I kept this thing in its cup from the Duncan all day well at least for like three hours because I was doing more garage organization like I said where I put this bike rack and I was so happy that I got it put up to get the bikes out of the way and unfortunately bikes are also like really tall and our bike rack like puts the tires on the wall and the bike sticks out and it's really hard to get to the back seat of our car right now because the bikes are so close to the car Then again, I already paid for this bike rack and put it on the wall. So I don't really have a better option right now. Um, But if somebody in Northern Virginia is trying to sell you a townhouse with a two-car garage, question the level of two cars. Um, Thankfully, we're extremely happy with our townhouse. Um, And our realtor told us it's not really a two-car garage like it's said on the MLS. Um, It's more like a car and two-bike garage, which is why I'm always reorganizing our garage. That's not important. Again, the important thing, important fact here is that the pumpkin spice latte from Dunkin' held its consistency together for several hours. And it was basically lukewarm until the last drop. The pumpkin spice had a great mouthfeel. If I was to go back to Dunkin', say, this weekend, or... Whenever, I might get a Dunkin' PSL again. I have no fear of being basic. I drive a Ford Explorer. Totally fine with it. I'm wearing clothes from Target right now, which I'm pretty proud of. So yeah, being average and just fine is just fine by me. Would would order the Dunkin' PSL again. Would definitely get their chocolate donut with sprinkles again. I also need some feedback here. What do you guys call a donut that's got chocolate on the outside and then like vanilla custard on the inside? Like back home, we call them a long john. They do not call them that here, which is fine. Um, but I would have liked a long john instead of the chocolate sprinkle donut that I got. But the chocolate sprinkled donut was still delicious. We're now going to move on to... The coffee that made fall amazing. Again, fall is my favorite time of the year. Virginia has the best falls. It really does. There's nothing better than watching football uh, outside in Virginia in, like, mid-October. Sundays in Virginia at a sports bar are the best, except for the $9 beers, which is what they cost everywhere here, basically. Um... I keep trying to figure out a way to put a TV outside of my house. A lot of half and quarter baked ideas. Definitely going to be a podcast where I talk about all the quarter baked businesses that I have. Won't give them away right now. There's a lot of them. Um, Ideas I think that are really good. That are very poorly thought out. But right now my biggest focus is on finding a place to put a TV outside of my townhouse. Unfortunately, there are no good options. Um, Our backyard is not very big. There's no place to mount a TV because there's windows. Our second floor where our deck is at has the same problem. And I've talked about putting a TV in the garage because I really like a garage TV. But I don't really know why I want a garage TV. I already have a comfortable couch. By the way, Sunday NFL ticket is the best thing you can buy. I fully support 10 out of 10 uh, the Sunday NFL ticket, especially if you live in a townhouse because you don't necessarily need to have a satellite dish. I love watching the Vikings on a Sunday. Um, Going to a sports bar is fun. I do enjoy it. But the bill is always $100. For under $300, I can watch every game from my couch. I can drink pumpkin spice lattes from wherever I want to. I can have whatever craft or uncraft beer I feel like having at that time. I can make chicken wings from Costco, which are surprisingly average. Make tater tot hot dish or soup. Definitely going to have a podcast about soup. It's the best. If you live out of market for the team you like, our team here, or well, for me is the Vikings. Uh, My wife's team is When Is Football Over?, Unfortunately for her, with the Sunday NFL ticket, uh, the answer is basically never. Getting a little off course here. So we're going to steer it back to the pumpkin spice latte from Starbucks. Now, this one had the overall best pumpkin balance. It's exactly what I wanted. Um, Not too much pumpkin. was definitely there. The balance was exactly what I wanted. It was just like tasting a... Pumpkin pie from Hugo's. It came lukewarm and stayed lukewarm. Again, I'm not sure what these cups are made of. Some sort of paper. Uh, Did a great job. It lasted. It stayed hot until I got done hanging that that bike rack that I'm super disappointed about. On my little card here, I wrote down it's the Honda Accord of Pumpkin. Which I wrote like five hours ago when I would had a lot of pumpkin spice. And caffeine. And I still agree with that. It was unbelievable. I also put in here, uh, it's got the best mouth feel. And that it engulfs the tongue in pumpkin. Which it absolutely does. It had the perfect consistency. I don't know what those people at Starbucks did to make this pumpkin spice latte so good. But I will absolutely consider getting another two or three pumpkin spice lattes from Starbucks. If I'm driving somewhere and I want pumpkin, and I can either do Dunkin' or Starbucks. There's a path in the woods. I'm definitely going to pay the extra $2, I think, unless I want a donut and going to get the uh, pumpkin spice latte if I want a hot drink or, again, lukewarm. So to give it its 3 times 3 plus 1 rating, 3 out of 3 for pumpkin. It's really the gold standard of pumpkin. Every year, it gets the right amount of pumpkin. Fall value, again, two out of three. Starbucks is expensive. Nobody's pretending it's not. Drinkability, though, once again, three out of three. It held its mouthfeel and consistency the entire time. Now, I didn't give it a bonus point for the cup. It does have a cute little jacket, which I really enjoy, because I don't want my hands to get burned. So I guess I could have given it a bonus point for that, but it seems it seems very basic. Um, I would like a fall cup. Starbucks already has the famous Christmas cups. I don't know why we're not having a fall cup. Seems like there's a market for it, that market being getting a bonus point for me. Not sure I can drive business to or away from Starbucks, but they would have gotten a bonus point had they had a fun fall cup. Just, just to give it a quick recap, four to one. We're going to go backwards order here. Lowest rank, ranked coffee is going to be the Dunkin' Cold Brew Pumpkin Cream. Uh, rated number four. Got a six overall. Probably won't buy one again. In a pinch, I would definitely drink it. Like if you brought me a coffee and you're like, hey, I got you this pumpkin cold brew from Dunkin'. I'd be like, all right, I really appreciate it. Thanks for the Dunkin' coffee and I will absolutely drink it. Same thing sort of goes for number three on the list. The Starbucks Pumpkin Cold Brew Cream scored itself a seven and a half. Not bad at all. Again, I'm an extremely lenient grader. So getting like a 10 out of 10 for me is not really impressive. I think we're all striving to do our best and I will award people that way. Don't really like uh, rating things too low unless I really don't like it. Which is how I rate gum. Just in general. Zero stars. Dislike everything about it. Makes me sick. The smell. The look. Just gets no awards from me. Same as elevators, which I'm terrified of. Very low rating. But very efficient. I won't rate them today, but it wouldn't be a zero. Because they certainly have their place. Just not my favorite. Pumpkin... Cold brew cream from Starbucks, probably the only one I'll have this year. Again, if you bring me one, I'm definitely going to drink it and say thank you. Will not order it again. The Dunkin' Pumpkin Spice Latte might have one more this year, maybe two, uh, if we go on a fall trip somewhere to do something fall-involved, like pick apples or something, which I'm down to do. I don't like it as much as I like Dunkin's regular coffee. Solid 8 out of 10, though. Very usable. Extreme extreme pumpkin taste. Good mouthfeel. Best value. If I want a donut, I would definitely not go to two places this time, which I'm also totally fine with, which we'll definitely get into on my favorite fast food podcast and my favorite chicken fast food podcast. I think it's totally fine to stop at more than one restaurant. Two throughs is totally reasonable. But I would not go to a Starbucks first and then to a Dunkin' to get a donut and a Starbucks pumpkin spice latte. Although the Dunkin' and the Starbucks that I go to um, are in the same parking lot, so it would be really easy to do. Um, still wouldn't do it, though. Congratulations to the Dunkin' PSL for their silver medal. Again, the gold standard, the Starbucks Pumpkin Spice Latte. Number one overall draft pick when it comes to pumpkin. The Honda Accord, whatever you want to call it. Great mouthfeel, great pumpkin taste. Not really much more I can say. Um, I'm going to encourage you guys to go out and get the Pumpkin Spice Latte. Whenever if you feel like it, it's up to you. Now we're going to take a quick break. Won't be a break for you, but I'm going to take a break. And go get our special guest for the day, Uh, my wife, Allie. Well, she gives us her thoughts on pumpkin spice. So I'd like to welcome in my first guest and guest and likely most frequent guest, my wife, Allie. Or Allison, which do you prefer? I mean, I'm known colloquially as <laughs> Allie. Collo- colloquially, <laughs> you are called Allie. So we will call you Allie. Um, on the podcast. Now, Allie, again, who is my wife, may not be the brains behind "Finn for Yourself Friday. She's certainly the encouragement.
1: I think heavy support.
0: Heavy support. Current Project manager.
1: Yeah. Well, so you're the face of the operations. I do all the organizing.
0: The organizing and the encouraging, which I appreciate. Yeah. Uh, we're also... Doubling your workspace, what I call ivory tower recording studios, um, to record the podcast. So, are you familiar with this room?
1: Yes, I'm familiar
0: with the room. All right, well that's good. I want you to be. I want you to be comfortable. <laughs> We're gonna start off here, I guess. Quick talking about who's sitting next to you.
1: Maddie girl.
0: That's our dog. Our dog is in the podcast room right now and has been the entire time. Been a very good dog, which is a big win for me. Um, Let's well, just quick talk to Allie about what pumpkin spice latte she liked the best today.
1: Well, I would say it was the Starbucks cold foam pumpkin spice. I think yeah. I I screwed that name up. I didn't get the name down
0: just now. Pumpkin spice cold brew from from it was Starbucks. Cold
1: foam bur- we gotta get that name right. We are. I already complained.
0: I, I already complained about how the naming at Starbucks is ridiculous. So we're just talking about.
1: Okay.
0: Pumpkin's cold brew. From Starbucks. Was your favorite?
1: Yes. But I and I only tasted three out of the four. Why? I don't know. Something, I think because by the time we got home, I was rushing to like get ready for work and get started on work. And you still had the little tab thing in the Dunkin' Hot Cup. So would I you, didn't taste the Dunkin' Hot Pumpkin Spice Latte.
0: Would you say you don't like sharing dairy with me?
1: I don't, so actually drinking the Starbucks Cold Foam Pumpkin Cold Brew was disgusting, sharing that with you, but that one's hands down my favorite. And that's the one that I lived off of last fall. Really? Yeah. That's... When I was in the trenches of the project I was on last fall, I would get the venti size, and it was, like, the only thing that got me through the 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. stretch. And 10 p.m. is also a stretch of when I would stop, so...
0: This fall transition we're going through uh, is going to be a a big big change for our marriage in a good way. No more me watching terrible Halloween movies by myself downstairs. Hopefully you'll be watching terrible Halloween movies with me. Yeah. That'll be nice. Mm -hmm. So that was your favorite. What was your next favorite?
1: I'd probably say... Well... I don't know if this is
0: fair, because... Fair, fair to who? The Fortune of Well, fair because or? the
1: weather, I think, is sort of... Oh, that's fair. Okay. Like, driving this. But I think that the Dunkin' Coal Brew was my next, because I drank the rest of that one
0: today. I had a really bad problem with the mouthfeel of that one. Very thin. I drank it out of a straw. You <laughs> drank it out of a straw? Which is... That's your prerogative. I already mm-hmm. talked about how I'm fine with straws. Yeah. Well,
1: paper straws can...
0: Paper straws, we are <laughs> against. That's one of the things that we will say pretty openly. We're we're pretty vehemently against the paper straw. Mm-hmm. And you're so you like the old G, the pumpkin spice latte, the least from Starbucks.
1: Yeah, but that's always been. I've known that for years, and I just haven't like wanted to open. I have to have at least one of those for, like this season. And then I'm, it's, it's so sugary that it, it makes my stomach hurt. So I've, I've always secretively not cared for that. And now it's not a secret. I, it's, it wasn't <laughs> a
0: secret to me. I rated that my favorite, actually. The hot one? The hot one. It really stayed lukewarm the entire time, just the way I liked also, it. Also,
1: that would have been a huge problem for me. Uh, I like it. If you're going to order a hot latte, it better be piping hot. But also, do you think it tasted lukewarm because it was like 90 degrees out? Like, yeah, your body was already warmer than the coffee. We'd
0: already done a 30 minute workout <laughs> that lasted about 45 minutes. But that might have
1: been why. But also, because that's a, that's the good Starbucks. If we would have gotten in Lansdowne, then I would have been like, okay, it was for sure lukewarm and put together poorly. But the one on one Loudon is, they're on all the time.
0: So, we normally don't like to reveal our locations mm-hmm. um, or last names, but that's okay.
1: I don't know if I can get over these arbitrary podcast
0: rules. All rules are arbitrary. <laughs> They're just the ones you don't like. Oh. That said, yes, we do. We do normally go to the one at one Loudon. Um, so moving forward, would you get another Starbucks pumpkin spice cold brew? Or yeah, no? but it's not okay. We
1: gotta get that name down right.
0: It's cold foam pumpkin. Cold foam pumpkin spice. Yeah, cold brew. Let me just do a quick. we do a quick check on that.
1: Is what it is. And yes, I would get that. Like that would be my treat, unless I was really wanting a donut, and then I'd be like, "All right, let's go to Dunkin' because I need that sour cream donut in addition to it." And it's cheaper. That was the oh, other way thing cheaper. is how much cheaper Dunkin' was in comparison. So much to cheaper. Starbucks. Like we got two coffees, two donuts for less than we got at Starbucks for
0: two coffees. So the actual name of what we had is a pumpkin cream cold brew. Yeah. At two hundred and fifty calories. Wow. Um, calories don't matter, especially when you're reviewing <laughs> things. America needs to know. Yeah. All right. So going forward, are there any podcasts you'd like to request?
1: Hmm. Well, obviously, if you call yourself the Chardonnay Sommelier, we need one on this. It kind of goes in line with reviewing PSLs.
0: A- agreed. And that's, a, that's probably what I'm going to do next week. Um, during my trip to Costco, which I revealed a little bit earlier today, I, I did spend about $20 on two, well, actually on four liters of Chardonnay, because I bought a boxed version of it. So that'll probably be uh, next week's podcast, but I reserve the right to change it. <laughs> Any others you're excited about in the future? Any other ideas? Hmm.
1: Well, I think there you've been begging for a Peloton, and... I would like for you to just lay out the reasons why a peloton is a good idea, other than everybody else has one.
0: I think that's a good enough reason <laughs> yeah. to get a peloton.
1: <laughs> that's what I said. You keep
0: calling it a peloton? Peloton. Peloton. <laughs> peloton. Whatever.
1: Tomato, tomato.
0: Fair enough. All right. No others you'd like to request?
1: I mean, I have others. You could do a TTHD one.
0: Oh, Tater Tater Hot Hot Dish. We yeah. could definitely talk about a hot dish. Leftover
1: TTHD is a clutch fend for yourself Friday meal.
0: Is that your favorite meal of the week? Fend for yourself Friday.
1: I, it depends, honestly, on the on the week that we've had. But usually, by the end of the week, we're both just I don't know. If I'm just like just
0: deal with it. Figure me. it out. Yeah. <laughs> it's your problem now. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, anything else you'd like to add before we say goodbye on the first spend-for-yourself Friday?
1: Welcome back to potting.
0: Welcome back to potting. Uh, pretty much the demand for me to start potting again has been that my wife enjoys listening to them, which makes me feel nice, which makes me want to do it, which gives me a hobby, which we will cover on a later Ooh, episode. that's
1: another great episode. Yeah. It is a good episode. Hobbies. What are they and who has them? And why? <laughs> is this a hobby? I think so.
0: I think so, too. So I have a hobby. All right, great. Well, we look forward to talking to you again next Wednesday and then publishing it on Friday. Um, Hope you guys drive to wherever you're going safely. I can't imagine you're listening to this anywhere but the car. Um, So I hope you drive safe and enjoy your weekend. Thank you and goodbye.